gentlemen, usually I am explaining why our public schools are so bad. Mainly, the education establishment has adopted lots of inefficient gimmicks that sabotage teaching. We need to get rid of them. That's certainly one necessary reform. But now I want to comment reform from the opposite direction. What can every teacher do immediately to turn K-12 around? Teach more by a factor of two. Here's the master strategy. Make all instruction much simpler, much faster, much more dramatic, with lots of repetition. The tendency of teachers, even when they're properly educated, is to start at the beginning of something and spend hours or days getting to the end of it. For the kids, that means everything is slow and scattered. We want to create explosions of unforgettable interest and understanding. Even if just a small point in time, it will connect to bigger points. That's how you form a matrix of knowledge. Experiment with topics you are excited about. Find a good video, a good model, and or a good toy. Then explain in a few sentences why some particular point is a wonderful, fascinating thing to know. Tease the subject. Sell the process. Tell the kids what you're going to explain to them, why it'll be fun, and how they can use the information for the rest of their lives. Example one, you produce a gyroscope Put it on the edge of your desk, spin it, tilt it so it's almost horizontal. Stare admiringly. Wonder how it keeps going. Then you start talking about the Earth and the other planets. Show a video or photograph of the solar system or any planets. All of them are just spinning out in space, spinning for the same reason the gyroscope is spinning. When you start something spinning and there's nothing to slow it down, it will keep spinning for millions of years. Now note that the details are not so important. Finishing the subject is not important. I'd say stop after 20 minutes and change to an entirely different subject. Leave them wanting more. Tomorrow you can do the whole thing again with the same materials but with different emphasis and different facts. You could ask the kids what they find most interesting. A week later you can do the whole thing again in another way. And what is my point? Those kids will never forget the gyroscope leaning precariously off the side of your desk. And they won't forget those planets spinning out there somewhere in the darkness of space. Example two, whenever something exciting happens anywhere in the world, point to the location on the large map you no doubt have in your classroom. Read the story to them. Point to nearby landmarks. The goal is to teach them geography and they don't even know what's happening. Teach scale of miles, for example. Help them understand that the location you're pointing to is the same size as where they live or half the size or ten times the size, whatever. People talk so much about inclusion. Wouldn't it be fine if your school included lots of students who knew geography? Example three. Put up a slide of Hawaiian islands and ask how those islands came to be in the middle of the Pacific in very deep water. These islands are actually extinct volcanoes pushed up by hot lava coming from deep inside the earth. Show the film clip of Mount St. Helena blowing up and the lava racing down faster than a car can go. Now there are thousands of extinct volcanoes and hundreds of active volcanoes over the surface of the earth. 
No life was possible on Earth for millions of years. The landscape was an endless panorama of violent and unpredictable volcanoes. For example, the monster known as Krakatoa, which was able to turn the sky dark all the way around the world. Example 4. Extend the story to Pompeii 20 centuries ago. There is a wonderful digital reconstruction called A Day in Pompeii. Only about 10 minutes. This is one of the great catastrophes of human history, and thousands of people who lived there were trapped in the lava with their jewelry and their art and the bread on the table. The video speaks for itself, so you hardly have to do any work at all. There's also Herculaneum, I think it is, several miles away. I'd say do one of these things every few weeks. In a year, these kids will be archaeologists. Sadly, the education establishment does not care for too much knowledge. But if you're a teacher who does care, there is so much room for activity and accomplishment. The goal is that 20 years in the future, your students are telling their friends about all the exciting things you learned when you were their teacher. Thank you. Overview. Let's Fix Education explores seven of my favorite themes. First, this podcast is a meditation on what I call the K-12 crime scene. So many destructive ideas. Understanding them is the key to fixing them. Two, by doing that we will have better schools at less cost. Three, nothing much changes decade to decade. The big questions of the 1930s were the big questions of the 1960s and the 1990s. Any subject we discuss can easily intersect with any other subject. Most people instinctively want traditional education, but the education establishment fills classrooms with progressive gimmicks. The result is that we have a standoff, and that's why you run into the same ideas over and over. Four, the big brains in education keep telling students, don't bother memorizing this or that. You can look it up later. B.B. King, comma, the great guitarist, is much smarter. He said, the beautiful thing about learning is nobody can take it away from you. Five, Lennon's ghost wanders through our school system. The hard left thinks big. If they have to kill millions of people to build their perfect society, that's okay. Same goes for dumbing down millions of students. Totalitarians want power. They will do anything to get it. Six. If we are going to survive, we have to take each child to his or her limit. As it is, we are creating millions of sub-educated students from K right through college. 7. Analyzing education, especially dysfunctional education, is a lot more intellectually interesting than most people suppose. You'll enjoy this. Finally, P.S. My book, Saving K-12, runs parallel to everything discussed on this podcast. I also have an education site, improve-education.org, with 70 articles that complement everything discussed here. And I have hundreds of articles on the Internet. Enter a topic in Google with my full name, Bruce Dietrich Price, and let Google make suggestions. Thank you for visiting.